extreme, well, you need to be listening to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Just ask Tom and Drew. He says so, I gotta do it. He uh, will hit me with that cane, and he's done it so many times. Uh, so, yes, please listen to his podcast. WWP, baby. We are here on episode 26. Right. That's right, baby. We went to Clash of the Champions. Yeah. A clash of watching the pay-per-view. I did so fucking terribly on this fucking pay-per-view, Fred. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how how anyone would even listen to my insight on wrestling when I've clearly done absolutely no work whatsoever, no research, and I, had, I did terrible. I think I got two regular matches right and the pre-show match. Oh, we have a special guest today. We have Jennifer joining us here on the podcast. What's up? What's up, Jen? Hi, Freddie. Hello. How are you? Oh, man, we got the threesome here. There we go. Whoa. Whoa. No, not a... Uh, oh, boy. Okay, Clash of Champions. Clash of Champions, guys. So we're going to recap here today on 26th episode of the WWP. We got Clash of Champions from this past Sunday. We've got WWE Monday Night Raw from September 26th. Oh, and good. we <laughs> also are going to recap Smackdown Live from September 27th. Jen, you're leaning on my leg like fucking annoying me already. Just a whole bunch of fucking wrestling. All right. Call it that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know about you, Fred, but I just... I I thought Clash of Champions was a decent show. Jen, you're not going to like what's in that drink. Um, oh, boy. Um, Greg was in the bathroom for a while. Not a big fan. <laughs> it's not laxatives. <laughs> oh, Spicy. Oh, no, never mind. I'm not gonna do it. Oh god. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't that bad of a show or anything like that. Right. I mean, Clash, uh, Clash Champions wasn't really that bad. It just, just everything else was not that great. <laughs> the uh, the build towards Clash of Champions wasn't very good, um, and it seems to be no. the common factor with any Raw Raw brand show is that they can build a fucking good card, but the actual build to that card is not very good. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really looking forward to this. Maybe that's why I kind of went into it and didn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> um, but let's let's just jump right into uh, what happened at Clash of Champions. So we well even if even like before you know we, after we aired episode twenty five, you were like, oh, you coming over to my house tomorrow to watch Clash of Champions, right or whatever. I'm like, that's tomorrow. <laughs> like I can't keep track of these shows. I know. And then so you know, it's we, all over. they're all they're all the time. Yeah, I know. Be special. Every, I mean, it's every two weeks. Like, you know, I used to cook. And I, you know, you can't right. cook every time. I know you can't. You just be going through fucking mozzarella sticks. Like yeah, crazy. We, we couldn't. We couldn't have. I, I didn't even get to enjoy the uh, the uh, 
the touchdown dip or whatever you call it, Jen. The, it's your foot. It's your football dip, but we only have it during wrestling pay per views. I think we need to rename it. <laughs> it's your takedown. It's your takedown dip now. There you go. Um, so let's jump to Clash of Champions. Um, on the pre-show, it's not here on our results, but um, Nia Jax uh, defeated Alicia Fox. I don't think any of us didn't see that coming. That's, oh, I mean that was pretty obvious. I have to bring. I have to bring it to. I have to like acknowledge it because it's one of the few predictions I got right. So let me have that one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. I mean, it was it was pretty obvious, uh, and I also just don't give a shit about it. On now on Raw, I'm pretty sure Nia Jax didn't have a segment, right? Am I am I uh, am I wrong? I don't think she was even involved. No, she wasn't there. So I mean, way to way to build up this roster, Raw. I mean, and, and this is the problem with Raw. Like, first of all, that feud should have never been a feud. It was like. It was done. She, she, Nia Jax killed Alicia Fox when she speared her through the barricade. Right. And that should have been the end of this TV feud. But it no, it's been the end of them like, in general. Like I don't know why we didn't get an Enzo and Cass versus the uh, the rising uh, the shining stars. Um, you know they've at least had a program That's to work right. with. Yeah, they kind of disappeared. Yeah, and I mean, how do we not get an Enzo and Cass pay per view fucking match on a pay per view? It's like <laughs> I, I, it just seems so weird. Um, they were there for like. You know, for those weeks and stuff like that, and you know, both teams were out. They were feuding. They had matches together, right? And then that there was nothing. We didn't even have two pre-show matches. No, Um, very weird. Yeah, so that's that, and that's kind of like that's kind of maybe the problem with Raw is like it's like okay, we're gonna build something up for a little bit, and then either we're a not gonna do anything at all with it, like they did with Enzo and Cass, (laughs) or we're gonna not acknowledge it, like, every week, and then at the pay-per-view, we'll have a fucking match, like Nia Jax versus Alicia Fox, and then the next, (laughs) the next night on Raw, we have nothing for either of them, so... Beautiful job, guys. Great job in booking there. Um, really split the roster apart, you know, now we can't keep track of 12 people instead of 24. I know, I just fucking, it's unbelievable (laughs) that this shit is still going on to this day. So, we open up to the... (laughs) We talked way too much about, uh, Nijax just now. That's alright, we usually waste time in the first five minutes anyway, so... So rather than joking around, we just wasted time on a shitty fucking match. Anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so the actual opening match of the pay-per-view was uh, New Day defending the tag team titles against Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I think we both went with uh, Gallows and Anderson for the win on this one. and uh, we, Yeah, we thought we'd, it would finally be the end of the New Day's tag team championship. Right. right. And, know, and now, when we were making that call, we said we thought it was time to just end it. It's time for somebody new, um, but we. I, I think I mentioned last week that there's the possibility that they're going to try and give New Day the all-time tag team record title oh, really? ring. Yeah, they like doing that shit now. You yeah, know, that's like, like their new like, thing. Um, they like breaking the record. And you know, I and I know, I know we tried to look it up while we were on the podcast last week, and my internet was just not doing it. Um, yeah, so, uh, but so I did. I, I did. Right yeah, now, right? I did look it up. So. So, okay, fine. New Day retains at the pay-per-view, and they had a rematch on Raw, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did. They had a rematch on Raw. Same but, match on Raw, yeah. and New Day wins both of them. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Carl Anderson and Gallus are just like jokes at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, they make these weird backstage segments, and then they lose all the time. Well, yeah, so. I think they got buried by that terrible, like, the the ball jokes that they were doing, like killing oh, Biggie's God, ball. yeah. And I think they buried them because of that, and then... They kind of also punished them for not making that segment work, and they did the best they could. Though. They did. I mean, it, I mean, who else? Could, who could have pulled that horrible storyline off? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. And so they, they kind of—they were maybe. kind of destined to fail. So 
rather than them just dropping that and just having them win it and like actually become something, yeah. I think they're just burying them at this point because they they just oh. lost two consecutive tag team matches in a row for the title. Yeah, I don't know what to do with them at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think they're gonna take a sidestep now, and they're, oh. they're not they're gonna be out of the title picture for a bit. I don't know what they got to oh, do, but they're so they're gonna need to they're gonna need to build them up separately. Um, now. I did so as I said. I I looked up demolitions. I was able to actually get it. They have a title reign of four hundred and seventy eight days. Oh, they're beating that. Yeah, they're beating. And, they're and beating. on they're raw four hundred days at this point. Yeah, right? on raw they acknowledge that the, that was their four hundredth day as champions. So, right. Yeah, because they yeah they unclashed champions. It was three ninety nine. Right. So we're getting about what three about three more months title reign. It sounds like pretty much they'll probably yeah. get to like somewhere yeah. around four ninety and break the title <laughs> reign. And then somebody will beat them. I don't know who yeah. at this point, unless they turn heal, which well, would be kind of... I mean, it could happen. I mean, they were heels. That's how they got over. Um, so, yeah, that to me, they're not... Now they're not drawing. Now, if they didn't lose the Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, I don't see them losing it to anyone else at this point. Well, I, I in, guarantee... In the immediate future, at least. I guarantee... Well, maybe not then, but I was going to say, well, it'll get more into Raw, but there's a new tag team on the Raw roster. That's right. Uh... Made by commis- uh, Commissioner Foley, well, maybe General we, Manager Foley. But. Well, maybe we should talk about that match next. So, All right, we can do that. So, we have the, uh, and that happens to be, well, we'll skip, it, we're skipping ahead we'll skip on Clash of Champions. It's so, back to Clash of Champions. Don't forgive us. Um, we have match seven in the best of seven series between Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah. And this was uh, this was a very good match. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it had a really poorly booked ending where yeah. uh, both guys got, uh, I, I believe Cesaro it was a, uh, clotheslined uh, Sheamus over the barricade and into the thing. It was like a ba- it was like a real battle. Yeah. And they were both kind of like, like really like, I don't know, not, their heads were knocked around and they kind of couldn't get back to their feet. Um, so they had these fucking doctors coming to the ring like, and no checking contest. on them like, and no contest. <laughs> the match is, that's it. That's over. Oh. And so we have no official winner and, I, I mean, uh, I'm like, uh, when we were watching this, I was really pissed off about this. I'm like, yeah, me too. So we're going to have a best of seven series, and it's like, all right, guys, you know, we're here in the World Series game seven, and it's <laughs> the ball, did it hit the foul pole? Did a fan touch it? Um, we don't you know, know what? We're not going to have the game anymore. The game is canceled. Nobody wins. There's no World, <laughs> no, World Series no, champion World this series year. champions this year. Like, what the fuck? Like, you couldn't, you couldn't just... Make a def- a definite uh, fucking a definitive winner out of this match. It's a best of seven. Somebody's got to win. It's not like oh, that's a tie. Like no, that's not how it works. That's not how wrestling. That's that's not how best of seven series work. Yeah, no. Stop trying to be a sport and then not fucking you know trying to. <laughs> I don't know. I'm having trouble speaking tonight, but it's uh, okay. No, I understand, and uh, you know, I didn't like the result either. I thought it was a cop out. You know, until we got to the next night on Raw. You right, know? and. Uh, you know, they both so the do. next night on Raw, Mick Foley comes out and says yeah. um, something along the lines of, I don't want to... He invites them both to the ring. Um, obviously, both are very angry about the result of last night. Sheamus wanted to keep fighting, and Sheamus right. just kind of left the ring, like, you know, selling his injury. Um, so he says, basically because it was a draw... Um, that they'll both be competing for titles. And when he said this, I'm like, all right, so it'll be like a triple like, threat match for the United States title at the next pay-per-view. That's what I thought. maybe they'll fight one. One will get the world, one will get the United States championship right, or something. Right, right. Or, you know what? Maybe there'll be a fucking eighth match. Maybe Why <laughs> wouldn't there be an eighth match if there's no fucking definitive answer? Yeah. And when he said, like, oh, I'm not going to throw you guys out there for an eighth time and risk injuring you, but it's like, you threw him out seven times. Like, 
Once you're at seven, who really gives a shit about eight? Seven, one on match. Yeah, why not? Why the fuck not? Anyway, and then of all fucking things, it's like, nope, you guys are a tag team, and your opportunity is for the tag team title? What? I'm like, what? What? (laughs) I kind of liked it, though. I liked it, you know? I I don't know. I just think because they worked so well together in singles, I was Uh, like, "Ah, you know, I'm like, let me give it a shot at first, you know? Uh, Let me see what happens, and... You know, because they're both talented, very talented people. So, right, of course, yeah. You uh, know, so they could make it work. But... I, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, like, a, a face and a heel tag team trying to vie for the titles. So, yeah. we already said the New Day retains, so it, they'll be facing the winner of that match. So, the New Day retains, so they're going to face whoever the New Day is. Yeah. And since Sheamus and Sorrow fought against two fucking jobbers, and they were, like, <laughs> playing this game of one one-upsmanship, and they were trying to... I thought, they did, I thought they did that well, They though, did. They know? did, but they were facing jobbers, and, you know... I know. <laughs> we talked about... A, uh, if you guys followed our Facebook page, we kind of discussed it a little bit. Um, I, I, I don't know about you, Fred, but I'm not a big fan of these fucking squash matches on Raw every week. No, um, no. I think sometimes here what? and there, but, like, sometimes, not... Sometimes. Not three, four a fucking show, like, you know no, what I mean? It's, like, it's too we much. We all know who's gonna fucking win. We all know that it's not gonna last very long. Just fucking... You know, you know what I mean. Like, just keep it limited. That's all. Which yeah, is, that's all you got to do. It's just it, it, there's more jobbers wrestling than superstars at this point. But you know? Pretty much, I think so. Pretty much. Um. So I mean, so that's the direction they're going in. I think the next Raw pay per view is uh, Hell in the Cell, I believe. Right. Uh. Yes. Um. So I guess Cesaro and Sheamus versus the New Day versus the New Day for the tag titles. Um. I guarantee you they like they win or something like that. Like I could see WWE totally doing this, putting the titles on a non tag team. Pretty much, like oh yeah. god, I, you're probably <laughs> right. That's the thing. It's like as the uh, yeah to end new days. I just haven't something great. I just don't like the result of this. Like I, uh, I mean, it makes sense why they never announced what the title was that they'd be fighting for because they knew they were gonna do this this whole fucking time. Right. With this right. tag team thing, like, I don't know. I, maybe, I, maybe they didn't know i don't know I'm, i haven't yeah. been i i was not a fan of this um <laughs> i guess let's jump back to uh so let's let's jump back a little bit in uh clash of champions so we had our right. first ever cruiserweight title defense yeah tj perkins defending the uh the cruiserweight title, title against, against uh, the brian the kendrick. brian kendrick um this was a good match um i i'm all for cruiserweights getting fucking time on television i have no problem with this yeah i think i said the week before i was like they they need to give this a lot of a good amount of time. I like. You know, I, I really like it. T.J. Perkins' intro. Like I really it's like, like a, it. It's like, like a po- video game. It's like an R- yeah, like an RPG like Pokemon thing. Yeah, it reminds <laughs> me of like playing yeah like Game Boy or something. Yeah, like Max Health and it's like <laughs> it's like it's, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's you know? different. It's uh, I'll, I'll give them that. I mean, they needed to they need to give these cruiserweights some like character. So, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So it was a good way of doing that, I suppose. Um, I'm okay with it. Uh, I think it was done pretty well. And I like Brian Kendrick too. Um, I like Brian Kendrick, and I it, I, I like that they. He's not flashy, but he he's a really good wrestler. Yeah, and he's cocky, so he's got the heel he's got the heel thing going on. So I liked it. Yeah. Uh, T J Perkins retained. Um, I think we all saw that coming. I don't think T J is going to just <laughs> no. drop the title right a <laughs> fucking way. Hey, you know? no one knows us. Don't knows knows me or anything, but. Uh... Yeah, I'm dropping the title tonight. Yeah, that, that would <laughs> that wasn't gonna happen. And it was everybody's first opportunity to actually see T.J. Perkins if you didn't watch the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was a good move. Um, I have no problem with it. Um, so we jump back on Raw, and um, well, after that match in Classic Champions, oh yeah, right, right, they right. to like give each other a handshake or something, 
and Brian Kendrick gave him a headbutt. Headbutt so he's him. Established yeah. himself as a heel. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's fine. That's where Brian Kendrick should probably be. You know, he's got that, that cocky character. Absolutely. You know, so the next night on Raw, we had actually two. We had two cruiserweight two, matches, two cruiserweight matches, which was nice. I like that. Yeah. See, that's what I was afraid of. I didn't want the cruiserweight division to be like one match a show, like. I like that they've kind of separated from the main roster. Like they, they 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 turn the ring ropes purple. They have the purple lighting. Yeah. They have the purple WWE logo. Everything's purple. It's like its own show. Yeah, it's like its own it's show, show during Raw, and they did it twice during the show. So yeah. and they separated it out too. Um, so we got a lot of debuts on Raw as well. So we yeah. I guess we'll talk about the tag match first. So uh, we had Cedric Alexander, who had maybe one of the best matches in the Cruiserweight Classic against and, uh, what Kota Ibushi. Uh, uh, yes, Bushi? yes. Oh, okay. One of the best matches on the Cruiserweight Classic. If you have not seen that, you should. I absolutely recommend you go see that. If you want good wrestling, go there. Yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> go, to, don't go to Raw. Um, and he <laughs> would tag with Rich Swan, um, and I love his fucking theme song. And he would face yeah. Long Island's own Drew Gulak and Lince Gulak. Dorado. Um, I really liked this match. It was fucking really good. It had a lot of high spots. The crowd was fucking into it. They were saying, this is awesome. Like I, I, I love that I the Cruiserweights are getting over. Now, I read online people... Are like they're like oh well these guys don't have any gimmicks like it's gonna get it's gonna get flat like the flashy flips and stuff is gonna get old quick I'm like no I don't think so. no it's not no. <laughs> if you need if you need a fucking gimmick to enjoy wrestling then you're a fan of being entertained you're not a fan yeah, of the athleticism much. that's the only type of wrestling that I really can get into is is with the cool flying flippy stuff you know yeah it's like, really cool yeah. Yeah, I, no, I, yeah totally I totally agree. agree. There's, I mean, there, there is a place for it. You know, there is a, there is a, I want to say there is possibly a, um, like a, a section of wrestling fans that might just do it for the entertainment value. They like gimmicks and stuff, but I don't know. I mean, I think the gimmick has has really faded in wrestling to begin with, and oh, for sure. I mean, you look at look at Zalb Ziggler. What is his gimmick? Like, what is what is Miz's gimmick? Okay, Miz is a movie star. Like what? Are, that, but Dolph, what, what is yeah. Dolph's gimmick? Like what is he doing right now? Like he's just a wrestler, and yeah, I, I, and There's nothing to get behind. Right. Like, so like, you know? you're telling me that like people are gonna like they're gonna not like the cruiserweights because they don't have a gimmick. Like, why can't they just be like fucking incredible athletes and let that be that? Like, stop. I don't I like wrestling fans. Do, you know? uh, that's exactly what they're trying to do. I'm just talking about what a, oh, a certain section general. of the internet fan who thinks like, oh, hey, this isn't. Yeah, this is cool while for now, but, like, it's going to get old soon. I'm like, like, no, this isn't the WWE Cruiserweight division from 2003 where, like, they were all washed-up WCW stars, like Billy Billy Kidman (laughs) and, like, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio was good, but, I mean, like... Yeah, well, you know, it's... Like, Funaki. It's, like, it's not going to be like that. Like, they they specifically went out and acquired a bunch of young guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. So this was good. This is a good way to get four guys on the show, too. Um, I, I liked it. Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan got the win. So yeah, it looks like they're gonna kind of be like the stars of the cruiserweight. Definitely, team. especially Rich Swan. I think he's. Uh, I think Cedric. The, I think Cedric might be the the biggest one out I, of this match. I hope so too, because I I like him more. But you can tell like Rich Swan's got like the charisma. They're like kind of focus a little bit more on him. Um, I really like not, Drew Gulak. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't think Drew Gulak is from Long Island. It's the other guy. Tony Nese is from Long Island. I'm sorry. I said that wrong before. But uh, speaking of Tony Nese, he would face T.J. Perkins, Perkins ladies, in the sh- later in the show. And this match was even better. 
Um, yeah. I love Tony Nese. He is fucking awesome. Well, because he's got, like, the body of, like, a superstar, but yeah. he can do all the flippy shit. Too, yeah, I know. So. And he's fucking really agile. And he's a good wrestler, you know? Really so. good fucking solid match. Uh, it was a non-title match, but Perkins did win. You know, they have to keep building him up. People don't know him. He's the champion. He mm-hmm. needs the win. So, yeah. it's perfect. <laughs> they uh, really don't know him from anything, really, you know? I mean, they've hardly done anything about him, right. really. I think they, people know more about Cedric and Alexander than TJ Perkins. Absolutely. You know, so... Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know Just about you, Fred. Them, you know? I've been loving the Cruiserweight division so far. It's definitely helped me get It's definitely helped me get through Raw, but I still have my issues with Monday Night Raw. I think you're always going to have issues of some sort. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, you're talking to the cynical one of, of the two of us, so yes. <laughs> yeah, Craigie the other day told me that he thinks that SmackDown is better. SmackDown is better. He, he I, has I, been I, saying. Whacktown is better than you used to boycott Raw is Whacktown now. <laughs> I know. Um... All right, so we already talked Raw about Shayna. Gore? I'm trying to think of that. Yeah, that was horrible, dude. <laughs> go, go kill yourself. Oh, <laughs> come on. Um, it's a Raw, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most, most nights I do, too. Um, so back to Clash of Champions. We have Chris Jericho versus Sami Zayn. Um, yeah, really didn't have anything built at, at yeah, this at all. Yeah, it was kind of a match made out of nowhere two weeks prior. And uh, yeah, they, they made it work. It was a good match. Yeah. Um, I had no problems with it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, for something that's like... No build at all. Yeah. I mean, you have two, like, amazing wrestlers. As so. good as Jericho is in his 40s, he's just not very good at selling a Tornado DDT. Because Sami oh, Zayn did it twice in this match. He did it from the top <laughs> rope, and then he did it on the outside when he did that dive through the corner thing. Oh, I love that. I, I love when he does it, but just, just, just stop making Jericho do it because he's too old to sell it anymore. What the fuck are you doing over there? There's a podcast happening over here, Jen. This is important stuff. Important. There's a match going on over there. There's a match. <laughs> Jen's fighting the cat. So, <laughs> so what happened? So, uh, so basically, Jericho beats him with the code breaker. I think that's pretty much end- the end of the feud. I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there was any follow up on Raw. Yeah. At all. I think you pick Jericho. I pick Zane. As and as I should yeah. have known, never pick Zane for a fucking pay per view. <laughs> I should just know this by now. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, his track record is just horrible. Yeah. Now, I'm pretty sure we didn't get Sami Zayn at all on Raw, so yeah, I think you're right. That is the end of this feud. It's just fucking over. I think, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with uh, Sami Zayn. He seems to, like, he'll come out of nowhere, have this really amazing feud or match or whatever, and then he just kind of disappears. I, like, they just use he's him kinda when getting, they, He's kind of getting, he's kind of getting, he's getting the... Like a utility player. I'm yeah, sure. I, I was going to say, he's getting the uh, Apollo Crews treatment on Raw. He's like, oh, yeah, they'll, you're totally they'll right. build him up a little bit, and he's in a pay-per-view match, and then he's gone for two weeks, and then they're like, oh, shit, we need a match. Uh, Apollo Crews, like... Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, I'm the sitting in the corner. Desperately. Oh, the guy with the, the ska music. Okay, cool. <laughs> that guy that people like. Oh God. Yeah. Um, he so it's bye bye Zane for now. Yeah. Bye bye Zane. Big cast somewhere. Or oh, somewhere. God. I feel like they're gonna just waste Zane. He's just never gonna. He's never gonna do anything on the main roster. I'm a little oh, worried about that. Sad. Like, why aren't they? Why? Why don't they fucking like? Give him something on fucking Raw. Like, give him anything. Anything. Have him drop the fucking Braun Strowman at this point. Okay, I'd rather yeah, him, yeah, don't I, say that. I'd rather him be on TV and lose than not be on no, TV at all. No, you'll you'll regret that one day when he finally does beat Braun. I mean, when Braun beats him, you're going to... Braun! No, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. Yeah, you're probably right. He's moving up the roster now with uh, Sankara. But, of course, Jericho, um, who also got involved in the main event of Clash of Champions, would uh, also... Um, Stay. Uh, he would. He would have a big part of Raw as well. So he yeah. would have his highlight reel, and his guest would be his best friend, Kevin Owens. Yes. <laughs> um, 
And, you know, Jericho's just ripping on Seth Rollins, and, you know, he's, you know Rollins got injured in, during their match. It was, apparently he really did get injured, but I think it was a... Oh, really? Yeah, I think uh, it, was, it was, like, a minor injury. He'll, he'll probably just be out a couple weeks. Oh, God. Uh, but nothing major. He's, he's not going to miss the next pay-per-view. Um, Rollins always you know, and everybody. <laughs> um, he's a train wreck. Yeah, so... Bret Hart says. <laughs> yeah, and Owens actually acknowledged how Rollins is super dangerous by injuring Cena, Sting, and Finn Balor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know he actually that. has... Maybe he's been talking to Bret Hart lately. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, maybe Bret Hart was in his ear. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know. It, it was it was a quick way to, you know, kind of put... Like, they didn't... They really were kind of limited with Rollins, because he actually couldn't wrestle. So, yeah. Rollins came out, and he was, like, really pissed, but the, you know, they had the fucking, like... The security come The security out, come out and stop him. Stops him, and right. he just walks away, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we get from Rollins. That's really all we got from Rollins this week. On Raw this week. Um, and so then Enzo and Cass come out. Enzo after. and Cass would come out, and of course, you know, like, they weren't at the fucking pay-per-view when they easily could have been. Um, yeah, the crowd went crazy for them, too. This was such a funny fucking segment. Um, Jericho, oh, yeah, yeah. Jericho is just on top of his fucking comedy, comedy game right now. I never like, thought that would happen again. I know. I, I was uh, When he came back at the Royal Rumble and he was just like a generic face, I was just like, oh, man, Jericho, I'm like embarrassed to be a fan of you. But he's, <laughs> That's your favorite wrestler of all time. I know. And then ever since that heel turn, ever since his jacket got destroyed by uh, Dean Ambrose, yeah. it's been so much better. And this thing with, with, with um, <laughs> talking about, like, like I like he's Santa Claus or something, and he's like, I'm going to come sit in your lap. And, like, Cass's fucking reaction was so good. He's like, he's he's like I'm, so- I'm sorry, did you just say you're going to come and sit in my lap? Yeah. And he's like... No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he just does that now. It's so... No, 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 Apple, or whatever. Apple. Big Apple, you know. <laughs> I've just... I've, Cass I've, is really underrated on the mic. He's really good, yeah. Enzo... Enzo to Enzo is like... Enzo gets all the credit. You know, but Cass holds his own, man. Yeah, Cass I'm is you, very man, good. I, I've been a big fan of Big Cass for quite some time now. I'm sure Vince is, too. Oh, yeah. Big TV man, yeah. Big manly man. He can talk, too. He's seven uh, foot tall, and I can... Build that. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm on top of those shoulders. So that leads to a tag team match between Carrot... Uh, Carrico. Ca- carrot? <laughs> carrot? Big Carrot. <laughs> team Carrot. <laughs> Versus Broccoli. Carrot Head. Carrot Top. Um, uh, so Kevin Owens... Casserole. Ke- casserole. <laughs> That's his finisher. You should do a quick package. The Big Casserole. It, he should call it a Casserole. <laughs> instead of a small... Oh, fuck it. Nah, I got it. It was good. It was good. Or instead of... Because he's seven foot tall instead of a small package. Call it a big package. Uh, now you're nice stretching it. No. Casserole was better. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right, all right, moving on. Main event of Raw. Uh, sorry. All right, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho would take out Enzo and Cass in the main event of Raw. I stay away from that word package. Oh, God, you love packages. I, no, I gotta just, because I get in trouble. No, no, anyway. <laughs> uh, so. We got one chuckle out of Jen, and that's it. <laughs> You hear that? Sound? And the self laughter. You hear that? You hear that? That's, that's the yeah. silence of people deleting our podcast. Oh no! Eleven viewers now, not twelve. We not the dozen. No, we are a, a dozen minus a baker. Oh man! Um, baker, so fuck this. This is a standard tag team match on Raw. I, I thought it was good, and you know the right team won. Kevin Owens is the Universal Champion. Um, you yeah. Know, him and Jericho have been on TV a lot, and Enzo and Cass have been stuck in a few with the fucking shining stars so it was the right call i i i do love you have to you i have love to. enzo and cast as much as the next guy but you know they are not at the level of kevin owens right now so it was it had to be kevin owens's team winning this match no definitely so you know. 
it was a good way. It was, it was a good main event of Raw. You know, it doesn't really have any uh, any aftermath of it. Um, I'm, maybe maybe they'll have another match um, in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. To think. Uh, well, there. I think the maybe the women's division had some t- sort of a uh, little bit of. Uh, no, I'm just talking about. I'm talking, oh, I'm talking about that, them. Yeah, I mean, we those didn't. People we general. didn't even get through the whole pay per view oh, yet. Frank, come on. Oh damn. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. Um. So we had our. Triple threat match for the the Raw Women's Championship between Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and Bayley. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't really remember much about this match other than that Charlotte fun. fucking won. That's all I really knew. Um, I think you picked Charlotte, so you got that right. Fred did pretty good on his predictions, and I picked Sasha Banks in my continuing <laughs> failing trend of making predictions at wrestling pay per views. I think you're going with like who you re- who you want to win rather than like. The, their thinking. Like, I think of, like, their logic. I'm like, duh, they're gonna do this again, you know? Like, well, so, and I know for you this one, really wanted Sasha to win. Well, I didn't actually care if she won. I do like, I do like Charlotte a lot, so, but I was going with like the thought that they made Sasha drop the title because she was injured, so I thought maybe she would win it right back because she's cleared to wrestle again. That was my thought here. That makes sense, though. So. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say it's the best women's match I've seen. It was good. Nothing wrong with it at all. No. I mean, I think the triple threat from WrestleMania was way better. I mean, you know, I had my girlfriend in it, but, like, you know, uh, all that aside, it was a good match. But this was good, too. I mean, you know, so... Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Dana, Dana got involved and kind of helped Charlotte win like she always does. She, You know, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a given. The usual time. shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It was very... Yeah. So, I guess on the next The thing night, of note is Charlotte uh, pinned Bailey. So, I think that was them kind of, like, saying, like, all right, Bailey, it was cool that you were here, but... All right, fuck off for now. Like you don't belong in this. You, no. you're not here yet. So uh, and, and Sasha didn't get pinned, which right. keeps her strong, you know. And, and so the next night on Raw, Charlotte and Dana are in the ring, and um, they're basically proclaiming that they're the best. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks comes out and says, you know, the title's still me- mine. I want my singles match. I didn't get pinned in that match. Right. Um, and I think I'm owed one more rematch, um, and I want it right now. Charlotte says, she'll give you the match next week. It's like, okay, yeah, fucking t- typical <laughs> typical heel shit. We're gonna do it next week. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, um, yeah, and so, I mean, I guess that's what we're getting next week. We're gonna have a women's title match on Monday. Uh, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's, I could see Sasha fucking winning it back on a random Raw <laughs> game, might. too, you know? Like, I don't know. They're trying to, like build up these shows a lot, I guess, to get people interested in it. Yeah. So they're throwing these huge matches like Sasha and Charlotte. I mean, uh, yeah, Sasha and Charlotte. And, um, you know, they'll probably have another match at the pay-per-view, but they already had a match on Raw and another match on Raw. And I know. This so and that, and it's like, it's just so... I'm, like, very, I'm a little desensitized to these matches Yeah, exactly. Right now. Me too. Like, even on SmackDown, which we'll talk later, they're doing, you know, Cena versus Ambrose. They're doing Ambrose versus Styles as main events. And I've seen that all. good. I've but, seen you know, it, yeah. They're going to have a three-way at, the pay- at No Mercy, but, you know, you sh- these big matches are, co- you know, they're... You know what I'm trying to say. You know, uh, fuck it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> fuck. fuck they're it. giving these away for free. Maybe, maybe they don't care about pay-per-views anymore. I don't know. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I've been, you know, I love the Raw Women's Division. You know, they have three of the best workers in the company. Well, they really... or Nia Jax, for sure, is the fourth best. I probably better put her above Bailey, actually. More, you know, I can't make a joke. <laughs> Craig, shut down. Um, oh, oh, no. Um, help, people. Anyway. Uh, no one, actually, no one but yeah, what, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I just, I just. Nia Jax? 
I just don't huh? care, I guess, uh-huh. is what I'm saying. I just don't yeah. I just don't care right now because you're desensitized to it all. I mean, there's so, there's many, not enough, so many times you can face the same They don't people. have enough complimentary players to, like, throw into this. Like, how many yeah, times can I they know. throw in Dana in Charlotte's place, you know? I know. There's three There's three noteworthy women on Raw, and the four, and the, the, the third one, they're, they're <laughs> separating already, so Bailey's getting yeah. pulled out of this, and she had a random squash match the next night on Raw, and won that's against debat- a nobody. That's debatable, by the way, squash. Well, I think she. Well, we'll get she won that. against a jobber. That's what happened. Okay, maybe it wasn't a squash match, but still, it's like I, I just, I don't know what to like. I don't know what to say at this point. Like they need some, they need some more like mid tier workers for these people to work with, just to give them something different. Because I'm getting kind of it's hard. I'm getting kind of tired. Like how many, how many times can like who is Charlotte gonna wrestle? Like, like back in the day, like I don't know. Let's yeah. say Trish Stratus was champion. Like okay, let's say she was feuding with Lita at the moment. Like she could have wrestled Jazz. She could have wrestled like Ivory, Molly Victoria. Holly, Victoria. There was a lot of mid tier women back yeah. then. Like Raw on, on Monday Night Raw, we have the three top: it's Charlotte, uh, uh, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. Then you have Dana Brooke as Charlotte's sidekick as the villain, who's not good, yeah. who's not very good. And then yeah. then it's just like low tier. It's like fucking <laughs> Nia, Nia Jax, Jax, Alicia Fox, and. <laughs> You know, Summer Rae. Like, we're, yeah, we need somebody in the middle <laughs> so you can kind of mix it up and, like, maybe one of them will accidentally fluke beat them. Like, if if Alicia Fox beat any of these people, I'd probably kill myself. Oh, God. Well, you know, Emma's soon to return. Right. So I forgot she was on Raw. That's yeah, right. she's been on Raw. She's been, um... I saw a picture of her. She was, like, in a women's tag match and... Um, she's yeah. She, she was like the referee or some shit like that, or I forgot what she like. As a, as a I saw guest, some pictures, yeah. and she's still doing like the heel, wearing sunglasses inside, and the you know wearing the black gloves thing. So she's yeah. not just gonna come back as a face. So that's good. It'll just be somebody new because I think that'll help. That'll definitely help a lot. I forgot that. Yeah, I have seen that she's been on the uh, yeah. She's been on the uh, shows a couple times. But still, that's one person. So I mean, I, I know what you're it saying. It helps break it up though. It gives somebody somebody else for Sasha to face. You know, yeah. like. How, who is Sasha going to face right now besides Dana Brooke and fucking Charlotte? There's not much. No, not really, unless you do, like, a face-versus-face versus, face versus Bailey, you know, like a... Right, and they've done that a lot, too. they've done already, yeah, so... Yeah, I know what you mean. It's... I don't know. All right, so we had um, <laughs> the United States Championship match. Uh, Rusev defa- uh, defending the title against... Uh, Roman, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Um, yes. Uh, I mean... <sighs> I think I think this is one of the few I got right. We both picked uh, Roman Reigns for the win here. Yeah. Um, and you know he ended up winning. I don't think the match was terrible per se. I think Roman. Re- I think Rusev doesn't. I think Rusev get doesn't get a lot of credit for how good of a worker he is. He's no, he doesn't. He's definitely not the best. He's you know he's a big guy, but he's very agile. He can sell moves. He can execute moves very well himself. He's very good. I mean, yeah. I don't know why. I, I think I think it's because it's just. The, I think it's the gimmick. It is the gimmick. It's the gimmick. Sure. It's the foreign heel. I mean, we've seen this like a million times, you know? Yeah, so he'll never even... Shit, he'll never get know? like that face respect that like heels always get. You yeah, know, like, know. He, like Seth Rollins would be like wrestling and flying all over the world and he would tell it, he would go to the crowd and be like, I fucked your mom. And like people would be like, hey, yeah, good you job. Did. You, you got her. her good. She told me about she it. She came. <laughs> First oh. time in 40 years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gave a mean beach too. <laughs> And Angie, and Angie, give Angie like they're going out of style, baby. Oh, baby. Okay. Um, so okay, <laughs> all right. So so Roman Wayne, Roman Wayne's wins the title. Roman Reigns. 
Uh, so Roman Reigns wins the title, <laughs> and I- I'm sorry. His celebration of winning the title <laughs> was exactly the same as it was when he won the world title. Like, he was, like, laying on the ground. He was just like, oh, I did it. And the ref handed him the title, and he, like, smiled. He was like, yeah, I did it. Like, of course he should be happy that he won a title. But at of the course, same time, it's you know. like, it's such a step down so quickly. How? I've never seen a guy go from Descent champion, champion, world champion, to already having the next lower tier title. Like, okay. So it's like maybe The Miz. I feel maybe like... Maybe The Miz. Maybe. Maybe The Miz. That's a good one. Um, but that was a while well, that ago. That was a now. long time ago. It's yeah, like, I mean... That's like five, six years like ago. Like, even Jericho, like, he did, he did yeah. end up winning the Intercontinental title a couple years later, but, like, that was, like, several years after he lost <laughs> the, his last world title reign, you yeah. know? Like, I, it's he just... He just lost... He just won the championship at, uh... This past March. I know. April. I mean, like, I feel like that's so long ago, but, you know... Right around it's episode like a half a year two. ago. I know. You know? <laughs> and he had the title until, what, Money in the Bank. Yeah, uh, and then he just descended so quickly with the suspension and all this other bullshit. Um, well, that so all happened I, I have two reactions to say here. One is, okay, it's good because I think they've taken him off the the super mega Cena push that, that he was destined to go on. Clearly. Um, but at the same time, they also don't want you to forget about him. And they want you to still like him. So and they figure... they got to have something. they got to give him yeah. something. So they make a big deal about this United States title reign. I'm sorry. I just... I, I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with him even having the title. I just, I just don't think this was that big of a deal for him. You know, it's like... I don't know. It would be like a baseball player. Like, oh, he won the World Series. He got the game-winning hit in Game 7 of the World Series, named the World Series MVP. And then the next year, he got sent down to AAA, and he won, like, the AAA World Series. And yeah. everyone's like, yeah, you did it, man. You're a champion again. It's like, but, but you, you know, you're not at the <laughs> highest level. So it's, it's cool and all, and, like, yeah, I guess you're still good, but... I mean... They did this, like, in reverse. Yeah, it should have been the other... They did this all in reverse... And stuff like that. Like, if you think about it, and <laughs> you know, I think we, crazy. you and me were talking about this while we were watching the pay-per-view, is that if they had done this in the opposite order, if Roman Reigns had become a United States champion first, yeah. Yeah. like in his first singles reign, because he never had a other any other singles title before the world title. No, well, he was tag champs. That's with, not a uh, singles title. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Running I'm just trying to prove you wrong. <laughs> I know, but you were wrong. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Um, yeah, so I think I, I think if they had done this in the opposite order, it might have actually worked out for him, and he might have been able yeah. to actually get over as a world champion and not be so, like, horribly rejected. Um, so he would... Re- he, Rusev would invoke his rematch clause to start off Raw the next night, and um, I was they like... They started the show with this match. Yes. Like, no, no pro- promos. No I like segments. that. I like that, that a really lot. That was really cool. I was, like, getting into it. I'm like, oh, nice. All right. All right. Then we're not going to get we're not gonna get 20 minutes of crap with Stephanie McMahon talking or something. Yeah. Um, it was a hot crowd, too. The so crowd was that, really that into it. That made the match better. Uh, and it was a good match. And um, rather yeah. than burying fucking Rusev two nights in a row, they actually kind of protected him with the double yeah. count out because they both kept fucking fighting <laughs> on the outside of the ring. Um, now, of course... They did go on and bury him a little much because then they started using chairs. You know, the match had ended already, so they started hitting each other with shit. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Rusev started. He started hitting Reigns with chairs. And then, you know, by the time Roman Reigns took advantage, he just clobbered him with the chair in the ring. But the crowd, but I, I the like crowd that, was though. reacting good, and I didn't mind it. So... 
I liked it though. This has been maybe the best that they've done, the best stuff they've done with Roman Reigns since he oh since he's made like a since he's started to ascend to the top. Well, I was like at first, you know, with the when they were doing the stuff with the chair shot, and then Reigns was looking at the chair, and Rusev was down, and he was about to grab it and belt him, and I'm like, and the crowd's really getting into it. And I'm like. Oh my God! This is it. Like this, this, this moment can get him over. Yeah. And then he put the chair down and he started and he start and he sat on it and he you know kind of mocked him and then people were like ah man and I was like that too. I'm like you had it. You had the moment. Yeah. Right there. And then he took the chair and smacked him anyway and the yeah. crowd went nuts and I'm like all right good. So I mean uh, listen I I want him. It's not like I don't I, I want him to do good. Yeah. You know like I want every wrestler to do well. You know just good for wrestling in general but. Yeah, and you know, I, I, sometimes you just got you got to listen to the crowd, you know. Um, now Hopefully this will help. Yeah. Now this is a thing I've heard on other podcasts, and and not po- just podcasts, but um, I've been a I I've always been a big fan of the Opie and Anthony jo- show. We you you oh, were yeah, as well. Of course. Um, of course, they broke up a couple years ago, and in the last couple year, month years, it's been Opie and Jimmy, um, and yeah. that just ended. But. Um, <laughs> The point is, I Sam Roberts was the producer for the Opie and Anthony show, and he's got his own wrestling show. It's called the uh, uh, I oh, forget yeah, what I it's called, it. the Sam Roberts <laughs> show, I think. I believe the Sam Roberts the Sam wrestling Robert show, show, yeah, or something like that. And I listen to him, and he has um, Eric Nagel on it too. He's also from he was also one of the uh, you know the one producers. of the one of the producers for Opie and Anthony. Yeah, and you know when they when people would ask them why people boo Roman Reigns, like why don't people like him, they just would say because wrestling fans are stupid. And I, that fucking infuriates me. That's not the reason. That's not. not the reason. And they said because they just want to. They just want to cheer for the bad guy. And that's also semi true. But that is not the reason. No. I, I, and you can't tell me that I don't like Roman Reigns because because he's the good guy. I love plenty of good guys. Like you like a lot of. Guys. I, I love Seth Rollins right now. You know, like he just yeah. turned face. You know, like I I love lots of. There's a lot of baby faces that I love, and there's a lot of heels I love. I like the performers. I don't care whether they're a heel <laughs> or a face. I, I right. I, they entertain you. I didn't agree with the booking of Roman Reigns. I didn't like the fact that they forced him down our fucking throats and right. was saying he's the guy who's who's gonna be the next John Cena who wins every fucking match. That's what I didn't like about him. And I also think he didn't deserve that spot on the card. So don't fucking tell me that I'm not a real fan and I'm a stupid wrestling fan because (laughs) I booed Roman Reigns. I booed Roman Reigns because I didn't like him. I don't think he deserved to be there. I agree. Um, (laughs) It's a stupid fucking... It's a stupid opinion. It's a stupid opinion. Yeah, well, you know what it is? It's just like, you know, anybody gets pushed down... Anybody who's gets you know pushed down the throat our throats um it's gotta be it's it. automatically gonna be booed by the crowd like well, um well you know, i think that's even the th- dean ambrose is getting some heat nowadays you know what i mean uh, some booze a little here bit and there. a little bit not really but you know not as much as no not as get as many cheers as he used to maybe. yeah but he never got you the know? roman reigns treatment you know he got nah, buried he a didn't. lot he got buried a lot before he won the title yeah um, like in aj styles like people will still even cheer for him even though he's a face i mean a, a but that's because he's a fantastic performer he's a fantastic performer and people nowadays and they respect that you know uh, i just think it's such an ignorant statement to say because wrestling fans are stupid and they're d- they just want to take over the, they want to take over the show it's like no because nobody did this nah, when fucking stone cold steve austin was coming to like ascending to the top right he fucking made it on his own 
The Rock made it on his own. Like, when he was on the top right. of his game, he was he, he was a heel, and then he turned face, and people fucking loved him. Nobody booed The Rock when he was on the top of his fucking game when he was a face. But they... And... But... In retrospect, they also they booed him though when he they when they tried when they tried that throat, throat right. The, but of course, face. back then they, yeah. they they pulled the fucking rug out from that and they fixed <laughs> it. You know, they turned him heel and let him right. fucking do his thing. Thank fucking God. I mean, like, for him, how long? But, how long? Did, like, like you can't tell me that Roman Reigns. I'm booing Roman Reigns just because he's the top. I I I am booing him because he was the top guy. But not that wasn't the only reason. I hated the booking. I I can boo the booking and blame it on a guy because that's the yeah. guy they chose. I want right. them to know that they fucked up. Like I was at the <laughs> show in the garden when. They were chanting uh, against uh, Lita and Edge, and they were saying, you know, you screwed Matt, you screwed Matt. The show that they ended up fucking rehiring Matt Hardy for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I was a part of that. I remember that night. I started yeah, half of those chants. Awesome. Jen, I, 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 can, I can verify that um, it, it was actually a couple of times. I think we were there with Charlie, right? Yep, it Chuck Fury. It was Craig and Charlie <laughs> that were, like, started screaming, uh, you screw Matt. <laughs> Yeah. And the whole section started, and then, like, a couple of weeks later, they rehired him. I remember that. Right, yeah. That was uh, awesome. So, like, you know, sometimes WWE listens to things. So, don't you know, I mean... Sometimes. If this is their way of listening and pushing him down the card, then then I guess I'm all for it. Um, I, I We spent a lot of time... It's a compromise. It's a compromise, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, Vince wants him still in a, in a good spot, but, you know, the crowd doesn't. So... You know, it's a good compromise. I'll take it. Yeah. Fuck, I'll take it. As long as he's not Universal Champion, I'm fucking good with it. Yeah. At this point. Um, <laughs> we already talked about the results of this match. Um, Kevin Owens defended the uh, Universal Championship against Seth Rollins at Clash of Champions. And Kevin uh, Kevin Owens would end up retaining the match, uh, retaining the title yeah. after Chris Jericho um, interfered. Now there was a spot where the referee got uh, attacked. I forget what how he got went down. I think somebody yeah, went for a clothesline. Somebody ducked and I think hit the referee. Oh no, they went for like a flapjack and they hit him. I think. Something yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like Owens was picking up Rollins for some reason. Oh, I, I think he was, was doing the pop up power bomb and he flipped over him. Oh, and he, yes. and he crashed into him and the ref was down. That's right. And the ref was down for a while. Right, because yeah. that would that plays into something that happened the next night, um, and Jericho would come out. He would he would fuck with him. Um, they basically, Seth Rollins had an opportunity to win. There was no referee to count to one, two, three. Yeah. Jericho interferes. Um, you know, he turns around and, and Chris Jericho uh, and Owens hits him with the power bomb. A referee quickly comes out and hits the three, one, two, three. Uh, Steph brings that. Stephanie, Stephanie brings brought out, him out. Right, that's that the other ref, part. which kind of you know very subtle, but right. Who knows. Um, so Owens retains the title at uh, Clash of Champions. Next night on Raw, uh, no, tri- no Triple H. By the way, again, I thought he would. Well, he was. Oh, there. I'm sorry. He well, he was there, but they didn't. There, they didn't so, show yeah. it on the main pay per view feed. But, Why? I don't know, but... What was... When was the... Sh- but, no, no, but he was there at the very end. Remember, he... Stephanie came... In the, yeah, they didn't in, show in, it. In a limousine? They didn't show it until the next night on Raw, is what oh, I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like, they could have showed it during the fucking pay-per-view, I oh. guess. But, no, they showed it the next night on Raw that, uh, you know, when Stephanie left the, the arena, Triple H was there to greet her and give her a hug and kiss and smoochies. Good show, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, now... So it's, afterwards, so yeah, so so Mick Foley confronts Stephanie uh, in the back on Raw. 
um, about, you know, seeing Triple H, and she she ran into Triple H at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, and fucking Stephanie and the, the thing you love the best just oh boy. fucking <laughs> chews him out and just yep. fucking makes Mick Foley put his fucking tail between his legs and just fucking suck it up and listen to her bitch and moan and... Uh, and apologize yep. and all that stuff. Love and, that, don't you, Fred? Um, you know... You know, if this was somebody, what, I'm not going to say that it's because it's Stephanie and she's a girl. It's just, you know. I mean, Foley made some good points, though. And Foley, by the way, Foley, Mick Foley has been so great lately. Oh, I don't know. He's been ph- phenomenal. He sold that so Cesaro funny. and Sheamus, like, like that they stole the show thing, That where I almost believed him. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They, did, they did steal the show. Even though the match was kind of like, meh, you know, it was a good match, but, like, didn't have a finish. So, like, kind of, yeah. that kind of hurt it for me. But, like, when Mick Foley was like, you guys, you guys started the house now. It was, oh, man, I, I couldn't throw you guys out there for an eighth match. I was like, oh, man, Foley's really selling me on this program. Well done. Well, I think that's why I also didn't, I kind of had liked the idea that, that they were going to be a tag team now is because he, he like, sold me on it. He I really think if, did. Like, if it was just, like, Stephanie in the back saying, like, you two will be tag partners now, I would be like, Mike Adam Lay saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but, like... Yeah, no, you're right. He, Foley like, really sold really, that. He's he's doing that a lot. He's he's selling these programs really well. And, and in this segment with, with, Ste- with Stephanie, he... He accused her. He's like, you know, like I find it very suspicious that you know the referee, the referee that was in the match was knocked down, and he was knocked down for a long time. Like, why didn't he get up quicker? I'm like, right. nobody ever says that on wrestling. Like, That's why true. are the referees <laughs> so fucking unathletic that they, <laughs> that they're hurt for minutes, like minutes and minutes? You like, like shove them, and they're like, boom! Oh, like, like they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. They got gun. shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he, you know, says like, as soon as Kevin Owens has the advantage, you are bringing a referee out. So he's kind of accusing her of. Playing favoritism with Kevin Owens again, and you know, saying you know he's yeah. Triple H was there, so they're definitely building up something here with Triple H, Mick Foley, and Stephanie. So yeah. I like that. It's gonna be kind of like a like a nice yeah. like authority type of uh, like segment that I, I'm 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 digging it right now, especially with Mick Foley. Mick Foley really makes this work, and and the best part is Triple H and Mick Foley have such a history together. You know, uh, like oh yeah, since like. Like fifteen years ago, you know, or I know. even longer than that. We know they know, don't get along, so it's uh, of course they're going to play into that eventually. Yeah, I just want to know where it would go though, because you know Foley can't wrestle anymore, so it's not right. like he could really have a match against Triple H. Right. Um. You know, my, I said I think I said like a month back that you know, um, around SummerSlam that I'm like, oh, Triple H would face uh, Shane McMahon, you know, at Survivor uh-huh. Series. I thought that'd be cool. I don't see that happening well, anymore. Yeah. Considering Shane's not even on the fucking show anymore, <laughs> for like the last couple of weeks or a month, he hasn't even been on on SmackDown. Right. So I don't know what they're gonna do leading into this. Honestly, yeah, I think that's why they brought in the the uh, general managers so that to uh, to accommodate you know, for yeah. his schedule because. He ain't gonna be there. Every he's week. not. He's not part of the booking process like Stephanie is in real right. life. He's just an on-air TV character, so he doesn't need to be there every week. So they have Daniel Bryan there as acting as the you know the liaison yeah. for the uh, for the show. So I you know I, I I think it was a good move on their part. He doesn't need to be there every week. In fact, Stephanie doesn't need to be there every week. Um, but it helps right. because she's a heel, so you know it kind of plays into the, there's yeah. a heel and a and a face boss. So I've liked that so far. We already talked about the end of Raw. Kevin Owens and Jericho would face everyone cast. Seth Rollins tried to attack them, but you know the, he wasn't cleared to wrestle basically because of the injury. So he wasn't uh, allowed I to ring. Why he really wasn't around? So yeah. Much. So Mick Foley like didn't clear him to go to the ring, or somebody didn't clear him. Oh, okay. Um, and you know so. 
it was it was a it was a, I guess Raw was okay. I mean, the pay per view the pay per view was decent. I'm not gonna say it was bad. Um, I it was good. It, it's I, weird when you have a, you know I, they're basically they made Clash of Champions the same thing as Night of Champions, which you know oh, why right. didn't they just keep the name? Like all the titles are on the line, and there was only one title change, and it was, it was the, the same, one yeah. fucking title I didn't care about, the United States title. You know, like so. <laughs> It, I found that a little strange. Um, it is weird that WWE is having a show called Clash of the Champ- uh, Clash of Champions. I know, but, I know. You know, like, that was such a prominent WCW show. They've had they had like forty of them. You know, like throughout its period of time. So yeah, kind of weird. Um, so. The only other thoughts I had on Raw was that I, I there's something about the Jericho and and Owens thing that's leading me to believe that they will have some kind of program against each other down the line. But I I want them to really fucking string it out right now because (laughs) I love this team so much. And they were fucking yelling at Enzo and Cass the whole time. Did you listen to the like could you hear them Uh, when they were talking? Yeah, yeah, I did. They were so fun of them. They were so funny. They were like, how you doing now? How you doing? You and like, and, and Jericho would be on the outside, like, yeah, yeah, and so how you doing? Like, it was so fucking funny. The, Kevin I, Owens would do the dance on the, on yeah. the, uh, on the uh, you know, the ring On the apron, apron. yeah. Oh, my so God. so damn funny. I love these two together. <laughs> this is like a dream team for me. I, every week, it is every, me every week I see these two together, I'm fucking like, I'm... I'm be- I'm like a little happy child again. <laughs> I know it's the only really like awesome thing on Raw. All right, so that does it for Raw. Let's jump on to SmackDown Live from September twenty seventh. Yeah. Um. Now this show, I I have been loving SmackDown lately. This was <laughs> this was a good show, but it was filled with a lot of fucking in between filler, which was a lot of weird stuff. Especially on the show. this the, might yeah yeah. So let's start off with the with the weird part, I guess. So Randy Orton <laughs> comes to the ring, um, and he calls him out to the ring, and he, and he calls out Bray Wyatt for attacking him at the what was the pay per view? Uh, I'm already forgetting the pay per views we just had. <laughs> uh, backlash. Backlash. Um, so this is too many. The match never started at Backlash, as we know, because he got attacked backstage. So Randy Orton's still pissed about that, and he right. get and Orton's insinuating that Bray Wyatt's afraid of him. He says like, you know, like oh, I know people are. Hey, it's okay. I know people are afraid of people. Some people are afraid of snakes. And I was like, oh god, yeah, I get it. You're a viper. viper. I get it. I get it. Uh, Orton, uh, fucking Bray Wyatt does his fucking weird, you know black smoke video segment. He's and, never in the ring anymore. I know. And uh, he's singing. He's got the whole world in his hands, all that shit. And then, you know, he leaves. And he basically says, "I, you know, come find me. You want to face me? You have right. to find me. So yeah. Orton leaves the ring and he goes to it. So <laughs> He just kind of leaves. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little weird. It was a little weird of a segment. <laughs> um, now, they would spread this across the whole show. So let's just talk about it all at once. Uh, let's get it out of the way, please. Um, so now, I was so mad at or, this. Now, he's in the backstage. He's backstage somewhere in this dark room. And he... Remember the boiler from, like, Mankind back in the day. Yeah. But what a little. What the fuck is Bray Wyatt hanging out in the boiler for? Well, the, the thing I don't, <laughs> the thing I don't like about this is that I get like back in the day when Mick Foley did it, like it was cool because like the back then you didn't have HD TV, so it was just right, like yeah. naturally grainy and like and it was like the Undertaker, it was, yeah, like, like it was something creepy, creepy about it. But like now when you're in the HD era, like they kind of have to. Like, they kind of have to make... They have to light it a little bit. So, like, they've I got, know. like... You know they have some, like, fucking blue and red lights, like, hidden in the corner, so it's, like, reflecting off the walls. It's, like, there's no dimly lit basement that looks, like, that fucking, like, nice. You know no, what I mean? No, it's really not. It's so know. weird. So, he, he arrives at this wall, and there's this, like, fucking, like, Blair Witch... As you call it, a Blair Witch fucking, like... It was, like, an arrow. arrow Blair, yeah, Blair Witch arrow. On the wall. We're like, and it's pointing to the right. Okay. Now... 
Like, whatever go this way. He, like for whatever reason. Yeah. Randy Orton decides to turn it to the left, and he for walks, some and he starts walking to the left. Yeah. <laughs> and then they pan the camera back, and the thing's pointed to the right. I'm like, oh my god, he's a ghost now. And then, oh wait, no, <laughs> there's Eric Rowan with fucking antlers on his head, and I'm like, okay, okay, what was the point of that? that was like, so weird. Why was there a stick on the wall? Like, how did he, first of like, all... You should how, go this way how did to he beat, get, get the rowing. How did he get the stick to stay on the wall? Did, like, did he go by glue? <laughs> you know, like, I think about that. Like, how did he get that there? You know, like, I how did know. he get it to stay on the wall? Do you see Bray Wyatt, like, taking the time to construct this fucking thing and this make it perfect, stick to the man. wall? This is perfect, man. Oh, man, now if we can only get some glue and some shit. Um, now they return from commercial, um... Maybe he uses and, you know, and Bray Wyatt's still antagonizing him, so like, where are you, Randy? I'm still here waiting for you. And, you know, still in that black like, room with that. It's got just basically a light behind him. That's all you can and see. Smoke or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so you can't release hell where he is. So, I mean, how is he supposed to fucking find you if he can't? If he has, you've given him no clues with no your vague fucking or... promos. Yeah. Um, so, we let's jump ahead a little more. So, now Orton's on another. This is when it gets really fucking weird. Okay. It's really stupid. And now there's like, there's fucking writing on the wall it looks like blood but it's so fake it's red it's like it's like a red crayon like like it's so fake i am a god i am a god like so well one part where it says like choose wisely and it's like two doors choose wisely something predator or prey yeah so there's two doors he opens one door and it's a cardboard cutout of himself in wrestling gear with the eyes cut out and glowing what was that like what was the hell was that what did that achieve what did that achieve wasn't it him out or anything like, oh my god it's me i'm gonna fight oh him. shit <laughs> and then okay and now this is the part where's my eyes this is the part i really oh, fucking yeah, yeah 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 he opens the door and it's eric rowing standing on the on the other side of the door again and he's just just standing there doing like a like like a video game <laughs> like not when you're not you're like, moving yeah, right, in the game yeah. you're just like jockeying from his you're like just like, like with your hands like moving up attack, and down. Like he's gonna attack him when he enters the. And he's got the fucking the antlers again. Like, what's this antler thing he's got going on? I don't, I don't even know. understand. Like, true detective shit and, or something. And so, okay, and then Randy Orton just fucking closes the door. And but, the, but the, the thing is, they had the camera in the room with yes. Eric Rowan. Yes. So did Eric Rowan say like, "Yo, guys, uh, you get a camera for this. This is gonna be great. I'm gonna close the door, and Randy Orton's gonna open it, and you're gonna have the perfect fucking Wait angle. here for an hour, you know, yeah. until he comes, if he does. This I hate when they do this. The overproduction of the fucking like the camera guys. They did with the fucking <laughs> Heath, uh, the Heath uh, Slater, the Slater in the house Rhino, thing, where they dude. did the quick cuts, and they now there's a camera guy behind Rhino looking at a piece of fucking cracker. But I didn't see that cameraman before when he was, yeah. You know, where was that guy? At the other angle, you know, where was he? Where was that guy? I, like, how did the how did the cameraman know where everything's gonna be? Like, how do they know? They 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 just have the best cameraman in the world. They really do. They I, have, I just well, they have cameras it. everywhere. It's supposed to be a show, you know. It's supposed to be like almost like a sport, you know. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just like it's just way overproduced, and you could tell they they fucking recorded some of this earlier. Obviously, they yeah, weren't doing course. these segments they live. Do that. Um, but then, like, he closes the door. And, like, they zoom in on the handle, and it's locked. So, like, everyone Rowan got, like, locked in. Yeah. I guess with the cameraman, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> both of them just took chill. Probably like, not, probably uh, not. you got a cell phone? <laughs> I, I called Bray and asked for a key or something. And I'll see if he's around. <laughs> Find me! <laughs> um, Rowan's like, oh, guys, hi. 
All right, so Bray Wyatt again. Stop me. Uh, Bray Wyatt again is still in that same fucking dark room with the light behind him. Um, I'm like, I'm like going nuts here. Like, what the? Every fuck week is, going is the same. With this fuck, this this feud is shit. It's I don't even shit. know why it started. Honestly, like, it did because it he just interrupted his like exit exit once. Like when the music, what when Randy Orton's music played one time after a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bray Wyatt's music came out. They stared at it. each other on the and way. That out, was yeah. it. There was there was no reason for this feud. It's <laughs> so fucking dumb. Um, now, yeah, anyway. and this I have Randy Orton's wearing the fucking Eric Rowan, the regular sheet mask, because apparently they have two of them. Um, and he just, <laughs> like, he stands up behind him, and they just start fighting, okay? And he just beats the shit out of him. Yeah. I mean, he beats the shit out of uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And, you know, now, I like the part where, first of all, well, here's the other thing. <laughs> now, Bray Wyatt, all these promos that he's been cutting in the dark for all these years... Yeah. Like, we, we thought it was in some dungeon, some room. Like, no, it was a set. Because when they, when they started fighting, they showed the, the room. It was like a room. It was like a really? locker room. Oh, I must have missed it that. It had lighting on the top. Like, that. they just put, like, a black cardboard in the back. Really? Yeah. If you go back to the tape, look at it. You see the fucking lighting. Like, <laughs> it's just like, you saw, it's like a classroom, like, ceiling with, like, the fucking tiled ceilings, like, with the <laughs> holes in it. Like, you could see it. And the light was just off. And then, like, they scanned the down, hell? and the, on the bend, there's, like, a ground, there was, like, a fucking blanket on the ground, like, like, like a fucking, like, like a towel, like, somebody just laid a towel there, I'm like, oh, I'm like, really, they couldn't just film this in the boiler room, this part? Like, they did everything they else. Doors and rooms they did all the, the other shit room. in the boiler room, but they, they did this in a locker room? So you're telling me he's been doing these locker room things, so Bray Wyatt's like, this really creepy individual, man, he speaks like this, man. And he goes like, you guys, I need some black background here. Yeah, just to dim the lights roll, down roll, a little roll bit. Roll the carpet down a little yeah, bit. You got a little flashlight, put it right behind me. It'll be <laughs> fucking great. Like, no, he's supposed to be cool. He's supposed to, like, that shit's just supposed to come like that. He's supposed to be fucking awesome. And fucking hangs out in the dark. No, he has a fucking set. Bray Wyatt has a fucking set. Said, and I'm not talking about his testicles. Hell no. Maybe other people are. Oh, but, goodness. hey boy. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, now this part was cool. Oh, I liked what the, like, remember back in, uh, of course you remember, but back in like a couple years ago, like the shield, they'd have like a camera, they'd pick it up and be yeah! like, hey, what's up guys, you know? Like, yeah. like that was their own video cassette. Yes! And like, that was awesome. I wish yes! they, could, they could do something like that for Bray, but obviously they can't do that now. Yes. But, um, know. Yeah, and so, so then uh, uh, Orton sits down in the chair with the sheet mask, and I kind of liked it. He was kind of like he was kind of like fucking like gyrating. He was kind of like <laughs> like he's like about to snap. And yeah. then of course the camera feed fucked up, and they oh my god, they they just I, I don't know I, what I the fuck they happened. did it on purpose. There was just like noises, but nothing was showing on the screen. And then they showed Bray Wyatt talking, but then there was not he wasn't saying anything, and it was just very uh, they they obviously fucked it up. And in fact, when we were we were watch we always watch uh, SmackDown or Raw. While we're recording the podcast, and when they showed yeah. it, they fixed it. They were doing oh, the quick cuts. They? they were supposed to do those quick cuts, cut things. They <laughs> yeah. So they didn't do it. So they <laughs> fucked up. So I don't know what the hell happened. I, I, Fred, it I was so weird. It I was... fucking hate this feud so much. And the, and the commentators make it seem like it's like, oh my god, oh like, my I can't god, wait till these people actually face each other. I'm like, I'm not. I don't. I'm not excited for this. Not at all. I don't get this whole thing. So fuck this, you know. Um. So the first match on SmackDown was. Uh, oh, a match, by the way. Yeah, wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, it was the Ascension, apparently, are now a tag team on television semi-regularly, uh, tagging with the Usos, who changed their theme song. Um, yes. Oh, man, I was really into this. Versus the tag team champions of Heath Slater and Rhino and American Alpha, who were making their return. I think I'm going to start liking the Usos time? soon. 
I'm, I like, I like I've been digging the look they got I've now. been digging the Usos. They changed their theme, got rid of that. Yes. They got rid of that <laughs> fucking shit. Um, I like them as heels, dude. They're I can't believe them. Yeah, yeah I, I really like it. They didn't let him cut a promo this week, which was awesome. Yeah, well, yeah, because their mic schools aren't that great, but uh, they are good wrestlers. You know, at the end of the day, they're a good tag team, and uh, yeah, they def- desperately needed a fucking change. So yeah. I'm glad they changed everything. Yeah. You know? Um, that was awesome. So the Usos would put uh, Heath Slater in that leg lock thing that they do, and he kicks out, and uh, he, I'm sorry, he taps in. So yeah. Slater taps out. We're obviously going to... So they they said it's official that we are going to get the Usos versus Sle- Slater and Rhino. Slater. <laughs> Slater. A Slater. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> so that's going to be the No Mercy uh, tag team title match. And it, I, I, th- we talk, I think we talked about this last week. This is pretty obvious where they're going. Usos are going to win the tag titles. If not now, yeah, well, then down the line, and then they're gonna face American Alpha. That's just that's gonna be the, the storyline's already there. Yeah, Heath Slater and Rhino are they were there for they were there to get the story. They were there to get the the storyline of him getting a contract. That's pretty much it. I don't think they're gonna have a long title reign. I think the Usos are gonna have it, and the Ascension were just filler at this point. Yeah, they needed another heel tag team at this point. So. Um, I, I like this. This I've been like I've been digging the tag yeah. team division on SmackDown way more than on Raw. Raw's just it's pretty it's 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 top and bottom. You got you got fucking New Day, and you got Enzo and Cass. And you got the Shining Stars. And then you got the Shining Stars. You got Goldust and R Truth. Oh God, I haven't seen. Are they on before. Raw? I think they are. I think they are. Yeah, just barely. Yeah, <laughs> at this point. But yeah, you're right. It's just terrible. Yeah. Um. um yeah. So. Okay, so uh, moving on, we have uh, Natalia and Carmella taking on Naomi and Nikki Bella. Yeah, um, yeah, you know Carmella. You know we tur- we talked about it. She turned heel, so you know that. You know that they- they're kind of running out of things to do with these six women because they're it's just six women. That's it. They have the- to find future. So you have two people who are going to be in the title match, and then the rest are just kind of <laughs> doing their thing. So yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's. I'm kind of getting tired of the same matchups. It's the same thing that's going on in Raw that we were talking about before. It's like yeah, the same thing with both women's division. That's the problem with the women's division in general is that there's not enough of them to go around. You know what I mean? Like, what they really should have done is should they should have just stuck all the women on one show. I think just that's made what, it one women's division. One women's division that would have been fine. Because then, because yeah. then you know you'd have something for Natalia. Then like Nikki Bella could face fucking you know I don't know Charlotte you know one week you know yeah, just something right, different exactly. like. But you know we're yeah, getting like, the same matchups on both show every week, so it's kind of like I, I just don't care. It's fine. and I like and, and don't get it's me wrong. Five hours of wrestling. Yeah, and know, I've really liked. You know? I've liked the women's division for the most part. It's just like they're getting kind of stale because they're all the same fucking matchups every week. So yeah, I know. Uh, all right, so Natalia and Carmella win. Uh, you know they're building up. They're trying to build up Carmella. You know, I think Nikki Bell and Carmella are gonna get a, a singles match at the pay per view. I think so. Well, they, yeah, they've been feuding for like. I don't think it's official yet, but I'm sure they will. Maybe they'll get another tag match. I don't know, but um, you know, I I think they need to build up Carmella for Nikki because Nikki needs a win coming back from the injury. So there's something to look at, look forward to. I guess. I guess uh, Carmella's like a good heel. I just like feel like I don't or. You, even the rest of the WWE universe doesn't want to boo her, though. Yeah, like no one really wanted and then, this heel thing, but she's embracing it at least, you know. So it's okay. Yeah. But still, I, very I quickly know. later in the show, uh, Becky Lynch comes out for a match, and uh, and uh, Alexa Bliss just attacks her during her intro, <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> like I was like I was like okay. <laughs> I, like, when she was coming out, I'm like, who the fuck is Becky gonna wrestle? She's gonna wrestle the only other woman on the show, and then she got attacked. And I was like I was like I was like oh okay there we go. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So I don't know. I, she was gonna face T- 
TBD. Yeah, you know, I guess it's, I guess... Whatever. I guess it's okay. Uh, I guess that's an okay way of building it. Um, they're facing each other. No mercy. Uh, Miz came out now, and he wanted to have some, uh, like, a homecoming, because the show was in Cleveland on thir- yeah. on Tuesday. And uh, and he kind of just digs on the city, you know. He says, like, you know, LeBron was a traitor, and they never should have won the title with him, blah, 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 blah. I love um, when they had the picture of LeBron in the back, and he just put a picture of him like, yeah. <laughs> on, on, on it. Like, that was, like, so fucking funny. Um, they play a really cool video showing, like, Miz's career like yeah like the accomplishments and it's like damn, started from back in the day i forgot how long his hair used to be and how much of a loser he used to look like <laughs> oh god i hated him so i much. hated him when he was the host of smackdown do you remember that oh he, oh he was so, so fucking terrible who remember that oh my god oh he's fucking damn, shit I, I remember him from like the real world back in the day you know yeah, like, well, i never wore that i never watched that shit well when it was still good i remember but. that it's still hard for me to take him seriously watching him wrestle now that i've seen him <laughs> He's been good on SmackDown lately. I gotta give him. I know. I still think of that. Yeah, you know. no, I can't. He's been. He's been. He's been much better on SmackDown. Um, now. Oh, he's been great. Miz's, Miz's parents were were there, and Ziggler's parents were in the front row. I guess. I guess. I guess they're both from Cleveland. I don't know. Are they both from Ohio? I don't really. Well, know. I think. Well, first of all, I have two comments. One, the mid. Well, the second one I'll talk about when we talk about the segment the first thing is like mrs dad looks like a guy that like plays like warcraft all day <laughs> like he looked like the like or like looked like his age almost i'm like yeah that's mrs dad like yeah what the hell <laughs> you know whatever and the second thing is uh, we'll talk uh, about what we'll talk about this first so ziggler you know? comes out and he's um you know he's saying like you know like you fucking cheated like yeah you might have the fucking title but everybody knows you cheated and then miz right, makes exactly. a good makes a good comment saying like yeah but the record books don't have an asterisk you know it'll that's just true. say i'm the champion they're not gonna say that i cheated you know that's definitely um, true. and miz just kind of like he just he just leaves and he's like about to ready he's about ready to leave and um, Ziggler cuts a great fucking promo. I've been fucking digging his promos lately. I think uh, this was like real. Yeah, this was real. And for him, he said something to the lo- uh, along the lines of, "Give me one more match." And he was like crying, like he was he actually really, crying. He, that's what I'm saying. He was like crying. These were li- these yeah. were legit tears. And yeah. he um, said, "Give me one more match, and I'll put my career on the line." So at, like at first he was Miz was like fuck yeah fuck I'm not giving you one more match. yeah you don't deserve another you don't deserve another match but and he puts his career on the line so he puts his career on the line Miz comes back to the ring he's like are you fucking serious you're gonna put your career on the line well yeah. that, fuck you're fucking on man <laughs> so no mercy it'll be a career versus title match uh, Dolph Ziggler versus the Miz um, and you know we talked about this in the past Ziggler has been rumored to wanting to get out of the company so yeah, that's I. True. I'm I'm starting to think that this is a real thing, and I think this might be the end of Dolph Ziggler. It's a little weird because it's like you know, Miz is the Intercontinental Champion right now. Yeah, he's got this thing going on with Daniel Bryan. We don't really, I don't really know where it's going, but you know, then you have Ziggler too. You're like, is he really gonna quit after this fucking match if he loses? Like, they're really gonna have that? You know, it's, I know such a weird thing like it actually like for once i'm torn on like who's gonna win right you know i mean we have one more week of build till we can actually make any official predictions but i mean as of right now right, I'm, yeah. I'm 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 leaning towards like this is this is fucking real like this is actually gonna happen i i i don't know what to feel about that maybe it is time for dolph to kind of hang it up i think we said like a week he or cut two such ago a good promo talking about how like he years. thought his career was gonna go so much better and he thinks he should have been he thought he was going to be a bigger star and, like, 
You know, yeah. he, he wouldn't change it for the world, though, because he loves doing this more than anything else. And I was right. like, this is a fucking great promo. Like, he's acknowledging that he was... He's getting teary-eyed. It was like... Yeah, no, he was... That, those were legit tears. Like, like, real. And, I, and I'm thinking, like, there's awesome. no way he could have fucking just actually made those tears and, like, made that sound as real without it actually being real. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, that's he's not a real, he's too, not a real yeah. actor. So, like, I think he was yeah. legit choked up because he knew... That this is real, and he knows this is his way out, and like He's wait, when you to it, sometimes you know? when you say it out loud, sometimes you just fucking you choke up, and you know like oh like, yeah, I, I I'm a fucking loser, okay? Like I've been watching sports for so long, and I used to always <laughs> make fun of my dad when he would like watch Yankees old timers day, and he'd be like, oh that guy was great, he. He had a big home run in the 1967 World Series. I, uh, oh, he's like, uh, he's a hero. And I'd be like, Dad, you're such a fucking loser. You're crying about this? And now as I'm getting in my 30s, loser. I'm watching old timers games now with like, I'm seeing like Paul O'Neill. I'm like, oh, oh, God, 2001, man. That was amazing. They were chanting Paul O'Neill. Yeah, it was great. So like, I think that's what happened with Dolph Ziggler. I think he legit like was like, yeah, I'll, I'll put my title on the line. I was like, Oh fuck! This is this is happening. Like he he's acknowledging that it's real. I think he's actually gonna cry. I think it's gonna. I don't. I would be surprised if he wins. To be honest with you, but I would too. But we'll see. But I could see him winning and sticking around for a little bit and maybe putting his career on the line again. But I've heard rumors, and I want to say two or three years ago, where he said something along the lines of like, "I think I've only got a couple years left in this business," and I think it has something to do with the fact that he's not a top star. And I don't think he wants yeah, to. Well, I don't think he wants to tread water any longer. And he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be like you know. He doesn't want to be looked at like a Val Venus who kind of was like he was kind of like mid card for most of his career. He was kind of like he was. I mean, Val Venus no, had a good career and he was over as fuck back in the day. Right. And then you know, and then he kind of just fizzled and stayed. He stayed in it too long. And then is welcome. Yeah, and yeah. he's fucking like main eventing Sunday Night Heat every week. You know, it's like <laughs> like he just Jerry Lynn. yeah, Jerry Lynn. Or Luther Reigns. <laughs> Jerry Lynn. I forgot Jerry Lynn. <laughs> Former light heavyweight champion. He was a great champion, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah, so the main event is... Uh, the main event of SmackDown. That's the, that's the end of SmackDown. That's Holy it. shit. That's why I like SmackDown, because you can just fly through it in a fucking hour and a half when you fucking fast-forward the commercials. Um, we talked a lot about the stupid Bray shit. Yeah. Bray Wyatt We wasted shit. a lot of fucking time on that. Um, but we had uh, AJ Styles defending the World Heavyweight Championship... Against Dean Ambrose in his what, first. Why did you say it like that? The World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, uh, that you were like, Championship. But yeah, World Heavyweight Title, baby. Oh, you're doing a little dusty. Okay. Do a little dusty road. Oh, I got you. Anyway, so <laughs> this is a good match. It was their first singles match since um, the two pay per views ago. Or last pay per view. No, last pay per view. Last pay per view. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Sorry, I'm, I'm confusing the triple threat. From other fucking things, and no, that didn't happen. Too many pay per views. There's too many fucking pay per views. I can't fucking keep track of this shit. Oh, shit. Um, this was a good match, and I really so AJ Styles was on commentary during this. I'm sorry, um, Cena was Cena, on commentary was. during this match, and this was such a good way of getting Cena involved. The match was good, yeah. but okay, so there's this part where uh, AJ Styles is outside of the ring, and Cena's just like t- doing commentary, and then. Fucking AJ Styles just blindsides him. He just fucking, like, smashes him with, like, an elbow yeah. smash. And Cena didn't see it coming. He didn't even prepare. Uh, and Styles runs back in the ring, and he uh, go and he starts fighting with uh, with Ambrose some more. And, uh... Oh, shit. I might have just hand- canceled the pay- uh, podcast. No, I didn't. Oh, no. Sorry about that, guys. Um, so... Now, they go back in the ring. 
and uh, Ambrose does like a roll up to um, he does a roll up oh, to, to, to AJ, AJ Styles, yeah. but Cena's like just get, getting his bearings, and he starts running to the fucking ring to yeah. attack AJ Styles, and the referee's like, no, 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 get in. He's like fighting him off, three, and he's, he clearly got the three he's count. He clearly too. got the three count, and um, so then. You know, Dean Ambrose thinks he's trying to distract the referee and fuck him over. So Ambrose yeah. is pissed off, and he runs out of the ring, and he attacks John Cena now. Yeah. And then, you know, he goes back into the ring, and now AJ Styles, he rolls him up, he uses the tights, he gets the one, two, three. Yeah. Um, now Cena comes back into the ring after the match, and he starts, like, pushing him. He's like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> and he's like, you fucking cost me the match. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but he fucking popped me, and you don't fucking pop me because of that. Like, I thought this was done really well. I don't know about you. Was, I, yeah, I thought it was, like, done well, and they didn't make anybody yeah. really look bad. Like, yeah. Cena didn't look like a dickhead for interfering in the match. He got, he was pissed that he, he got was popped. legit like, pissed. Yeah, of course, you know. Like, and it was such a good, uh, they, I, I thought it was just done really well. I actually watched it twice, because I was like, I was like, man, they really pulled it off well. And, like, they didn't make it seem like a, like, everything was timed perfectly. So, yeah. I don't know, I, I, I just really, I thought it was really well done. Uh, yeah, no, I was, it was good, because it's, you know, and they're really pushing this, you know, John Cena wants to be a 16-time world champion. Yeah. I guess to break the record. He's really pushing this, so... Well, tie the record, right? Or tie... I forgot what it is. Either beat or tie or something like that. I think like it's to tie the record. Yeah, or something. He's really making a big deal out of yeah, this. Rick, yeah, Ric Flair's definitely a 16-time Like, time like shoving it down our throats, so it's like... Well, you know, so I don't think he's gonna. I don't well, think he's I think gonna need, win. I need to, no, I think really they got they got to sell the pro. They, they got to sell though. the program. Yeah, is what, yeah. No, I don't think Cena's gonna win. But he's I, making it seem important. I think. Right and good. well, yeah. I mean, because I mean, Cena's kind of been losing a lot lately. So you know, they kind of got to remind everybody, like, oh yeah, he's been a fifteen-time <laughs> fucking world champion. And, like, he's not a loser. He's not a fucking loser. He wins a lot, actually. Um, <laughs> a little too much. But yeah, I I thought it was good. I you know I kind of. I'm okay with them building it up. Um, I, I don't think he he's not going to win it. Definitely not in a triple threat match. Definitely not in not. a triple threat match. No. I think that uh, eventually they're going to have a, a singles match for the championship. Um, uh, Styles and uh, Cena. And I think that Cena will finally get his win back. Maybe. Get his win. And Maybe. And the championship. I think he'll get one more. Yeah, run possibly. As, run, run, one more run as champion before yeah. he leaves ever. Yeah, maybe. Um, That's what I think. I, I, I don't know how quickly, though, because I mean... Right, I don't think it's going to be a quick yeah, thing. Yeah, AJ all. Styles just won the title, you know, so... Well, it's definitely not... Yeah, not happening at No Mercy, for not sure. Not happening at No Mercy, no, no, no. no. It, I mean... And definitely, I, I wouldn't even go as far to say Survivor Series. I, I mean, maybe... No, no. Maybe mania if anything like or maybe the rumble maybe a little bit little yeah. maybe next sometime next year i just it's gonna be a long thing like yeah a long build um sure. after the match um it, it, cena and ambrose are kind of like fucking really pissed at each other and uh yeah ambrose does goes for his cheap like dirty deeds like he does all the time and uh <laughs> cena gets out of it hits the attitude adjustment um aj comes in tries to hit uh cena and cena hits the attitude adjustment too so cena kind of leaves the show looking like a fucking legit thing and they they have to i mean cena that's fine cena lost clean to ambrose what last week yeah and that never happens (laughs) ever and uh you know and he lost the you know he lost what twice in a row to oh no he lost losing a couple yeah he lost to aj Styles. styles yeah so i you know i'm okay with this i i thought this was i I don't know why, but I haven't hated Cena lately. Like I haven't nah, been hating I haven't him at all. Either. I think because he's been he's been not shoved down our throats, you know. Right. And he seems vulnerable, you know. Maybe it's just you the know. fact that he's on SmackDown that I like him a little bit more. He's just like he's like he's like taking a back seat to like the the main the main sh- show, you know. Like, yeah. No, no. 
and he and he and he has to be one of the big stars because he he is one you know like yeah he, this is his you know he's got to carry the flag for this show so right. to speak you know so it totally makes sense you know yeah and, and he's not and he's not like burying anybody he's not no and squashing everybody everybody and on the show. I, maybe he's it's just, also because he's not the only face involved in this program that too like him and and the thing is like they haven't even like. They haven't even double teamed um, like AJ a lot. It's been a lot no, of like no. they hate each other just as much as they hate AJ. Right. You know, yeah. like he called he called Cena part timer and yeah. and Cena called him a disappointment as a champion and stuff. <laughs> like I was like, this is a really good program so far, and I'm I'm really looking forward to No Mercy, the main event at least. I think the triple threat match is going to be fucking awesome. I think it's going to yeah, it's going to be a fucking awesome match. Three good wrestlers, you know. I mean, can't go wrong. Yeah, um, go wrong. do you have anything else to cover on the on the WWP baby? Because I got I don't really have a lot of news to cover. Yeah, I I, yeah, I kind of quiet this. Week. I haven't really been reading the dirt sheets. Um, I don't know if we actually talked about it, but it sounds like Paige is coming back. We talked about her uh, leaving yeah. a couple weeks ago. Did we talk about it at all? Yeah, well, I read today because I was reading. You know, well, yeah. today that she has an injury. She might yeah. have gone to surgery. She's, she's going through surgery now, so yeah. she's still under contract. So it's very possible that she's had nagging injuries that she just kind of put off, which is what yeah. I think a lot of wrestlers do at this Yeah, they do all this the time. Because like, you lose your spot if you're You gone, lose your you spot, know? right. And you, you, It's never guaranteed that it'll be there when you get back. Yeah. Um. So I think she wanted out. She wanted to leave like, like Alberto did. And Alberto had just like a different constructed contract. So he was allowed to just void it, basically. Right. And yeah. get out of it. And then she had some, like, long... Like, I heard she had a contract through 2019 or something. Like, oh, wow. a really she long contract. a contract recently. She must have. Or, like... Or some, whatever. I don't know. Like, the, you know, there could be some, like, incentives that we don't know about. But I what I heard, though, is that she might have had these nagging injuries for a while. And rather than wrestle and be buried, which is what would probably happen to her, happen to her that right now. Would. <laughs> she's just going to heal for a long fucking time. And hopeful, hopefully when really? she's... When she's ready to go, like they'll kind of have forgiven her. I don't know. I think that's a good plan. It's smart. It is a good you know? plan. I don't like, know if it's coincidence or it, not, but it's smart. Yeah, I mean, you know. she was she would have been some good depth for Raw right now. That that's the oh, one yeah. problem. I that, know. Like the one th- even for SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. The, either show. I mean, yeah, I think well, she's a member of the Raw. Raw should yeah. be not good on. Yeah, for sure. Um, and also, like, she she shouldn't really go that route that Alberto did because so he he can go back to Mexico or he could he can pretty much go anywhere he wants. Like he's a bona fide superstar, you know, and he'll make like the good money. Yeah, you know? not as much as he would in WWE, obviously, but he he would still. He you know he can go back to AAA, go to Lucha Underground, of course. He can even go to New Japan if you want. I mean, like he can do whatever it's just a little he wants. Weird, you know, because like she, he's really like, not for her though. He's like one of those wrestlers that is like you know he's in the twilight of his career. He's not young, you know. Like no, he's gonna yeah, bounce. Yeah. Like you know he he's doing what like a lot of wrestlers do. They kind of bounce around once you get to like a certain age, and you'll go from yeah. promotion to promotion. Like the Dudleys just did it too. You know, like right. He's yeah, in that he's age bracket. And, like, but Paige is so young. She could have been here for a long time, and, you know, now, and she wanted to get out because of this, like, I, because, like, she was dating him, like, like, I I just don't get it. I was, like, they're just in two completely separate stages of their careers for her to copy him. She's (laughs) so young. She's younger than we are. (laughs) She's got, like, a whole career to go and shouldn't be tarnished on, like, just a relationship. With fucking you know, Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, I know, because any, anything can happen, you know? So, yeah. 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 You gotta, you gotta think for yourself, you know? Yeah. You gotta look out for yourself. Yeah. 
So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> NXT's playing in the background right now. We start Ember Moon. Is that her name? Amber Moon or Ember? Ember Moon. Yeah, I like her, though. I, I... Yeah, I've been trying to catch up on NXT. I've watched a couple of shows now. <laughs> I'm still very far behind. But, I mean, I've been fucking loving fucking Bobby Roode. I, I love Bobby Roode. Yeah, how could you not? His yeah. fucking theme song is fucking amazing. Song. Glorious! <laughs> Terrible. I know, it's so like, it's one of those songs I'm like, I don't want to keep hearing it, but it's so fucking catchy. And like, he's just been great, you know. Uh, <laughs> he'll be a star, you know, he'll move up eventually and, uh, you know, I don't know what, but uh, I don't even know, I have no clue what's going on at NXT right now. I know, I have Maybe no idea. Maybe I would watch it because it's a better show, you it's know. So it's so much better. Long. Maybe we should just do an NXT podcast. Yeah, actually we should do that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because like all the, the roster is just like gone. It's just like Nakamura who barely probably wrestles mm-hmm. and Samoa Joe. I like I mean, NXT more than any, anything else. Yeah, because it's, it's just like an hour show. It's, it's They made wrestling, right, they made you know, wrestling fun again. It is fun. I, yeah. I like, I like uh, doesn't it remind you of, on there. Don't it's you, fun, yeah. Don't you, doesn't it remind you of like watching wrestling when you were like a kid? Like you just like get into it. Like you're into even all the music is like really good and you're like 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 you just yeah. you like everything about it the, the talent in it it's it's quick it's only an hour so you don't like you don't have to kill yourself and watch like two three <laughs> hours of filler it's all good even the squash matches are sometimes squash. good yeah even though like authors of pain we're watching right now they're not the best but like uh, i'll take it you know yeah they're they're I don't, you know, I don't think there's going to be a future for them, but I'm enjoying their presence right yeah, now. Yeah, just the whole show in, in a whole. And the small crowd atmosphere reminds me of, like, an ECW show. It's it's so enjoyable. Oh, I yeah. We had a lot of fun at uh, TakeOver Brooklyn, too. Yeah, I'm sure you guys saw well, that. Well, you were at both, it, right? You were at the other, were you at the one last year? Yeah, I was at the first one, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. The triple threat. Uh, no, the singles match, Bailey versus... Uh, Sasha. There's Sasha. Yeah. So yeah. Like, fun shows, you know? And... Oh, they're great. I think I'm gonna go every year if they if they keep doing this. Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> one of the authors of pain. I don't know who His the military pressed the fucking guy out of the ring oh over God. the apron. Oh my God! <laughs> the guy didn't even like protect himself. No, he, he almost died. Died, and now he's gonna die again. No, this, this is the other guy stupid now. Stupid move that they do the uh, clothesline Russian leg sweep. <laughs> it's such a stupid fucking move. That, that it's like it's, it's like, trying to be like the Road Warriors with their like double team move. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> It's not the same, people. It's not the Doomsday device. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Yeah, here. we're just reviewing NXT. I know. Now. We're talking about NXT <laughs> as we're watching it. Let's review NXT. Uh, I haven't watched it because it's still on. Fucking idiots. Um, if you guys aren't following us on Twitter, please check us out at Wretched Wrestle. Uh, check out, like our Facebook page us. at Wretched Wrestling. Uh, maybe Fred one day will bring back the match of the day. I keep touting it every fucking week and he never does it. Uh, damn it. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Fred will take over social media again. I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> well, now I have to. Yeah. No, no. no, I'll post one tomorrow and then that'll be... Uh, that'll be it. The <laughs> next week you'll be like, yeah, we'll get it back on Yeah, we'll do it and you'll bump our podcast down. <laughs> People will be like, check out the rest of the podcast. But wait, first, this match from 1987. <laughs> well, I gotta... Change it up a little bit. Once just in a don't while. do it on the same day. You fucking bump, right, don't pump our shit, man. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll do. Maybe I should do a match of the week instead. Okay, match of the week. I like that. You know, just do it once, bang it out. Oh, I did say that we would acknowledge something. So we had a question. Let's call this the question. Uh, question. Oh. Of the week? Question of the week, Fred. So we could do a match. <laughs> and a, and a segment and a question of the week. Oh my god. So the question of the week was. <clears throat> Just bear with me for a minute. Yeah. 
Uh, just, just a second, guys. Just, just one second. So the question was, <laughs> in what's becoming a trend uh, for hashtag Raw, we've been sub- subjected to a lot of squash matches since the brand split. Just this past week, Cesaro and Sheamus took on a jobber tag team, and <laughs> Bailey faced a nobody in a quick matchup. What are your thoughts on these segments? Are they helping the product, or are they significantly hurting the brand in comparison to SmackDown Live? We'll discuss a few of these responses on our next podcast episode. That's right now! <laughs> okay, so who responded? Uh, I did. <laughs> but we were like, how do you feel? But we already we were know about it for ten minutes. We, I already talked about it. Now, J- uh, Jason Pumphrey... Hey, what's up? What's Pump up, Jason? Said, I like Pump? squash matches. Save a good match. I like squash. Save the good matches for the pay-per-view. But, of course, I'm old school. Now, he's got a good point. He's like, old school, baby. He's old school. But, at the same time, I feel like we're in a completely <laughs> different era now. We are. I, and, I, I, Jason, I think you make a good point. I just... For me, it's just... <laughs> it's it, it's just... it's It's been so long since that actually worked. You know? Like... That you grow word, up, fucking Jason. That word... <laughs> You Can you not prick. insult our one fan who responded to <laughs> our question of the week? Come on, guys. I didn't say anything. Now you're down to ten. Fuck! Shit! <laughs> then we're going to be the single digits soon. <laughs> Jen, don't watch anymore. <laughs> now we're down to nine. Um, now, Fred followed up with a... Um, I think... Our, Fred, you want to read it? Because it was your comment, so you might as well read it. I think... <laughs> do I have to read this whole thing? Yeah, you right. my worry is that these squash matches with people like Braun and Naya aren't going to lead to anywhere. Vince is so fickle. <laughs> okay. When The Undertaker was squashing jobbers back in the early 90s and putting his victims in the body bags, like after the match, it was leading to like a great character. It was part of the era. And now, you know, now this is more like, a, hey, we have nothing for you guys. Let's fucking throw out, you know... Johnny Come Lately or whatever. <laughs> so, I, like, do you really see Braun or Nia making an impact? Like, are they going to be big stuff? Like, is it going to lead to anywhere? Probably not. Probably you know? not. So, it's just, you know, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, and you know? I mean, the best part is that you just want what's the best for wrestling, and it doesn't seem like, and, th- and this doesn't seem productive at it just all. Feel, it just seems lazy to me, like, you know. Right. Um, and, 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 <laughs> and, and, Jason's cons- and, and Jason's point was that, yeah, like, they did that to get they get they did that to get you to pay for the pay per view, which made sense. But nobody pays for pay per views anymore now because we all have the network, and yeah. that's, that's the same point that Jason nine ninety nine baby. But like, it just doesn't work anymore. Like, I'm already paying for the fucking network. Everybody's paying for the network. It's cheap as fuck. So even if I don't watch it, I'm still paying for it. Right? Like, like yeah, I don't even have to watch it. Like, <laughs> I I wouldn't feel cheated having just the network and not watching a pay per view. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't feel cheated at all. So. <laughs> I, I just think it's time for the squash match to end, or at least use it in a, like, less, less often, at least. Because, I mean, we were subjected right, to Nia exactly. Jax. Okay, we didn't get Nia Jax this week, and we didn't get uh, Bo Dallas this week. Oh, we didn't, yeah, right, we didn't get him either. We, we didn't yeah. get a lot this week, but then, you know, we they, we had other people. Bailey had a fucking jobber match, yeah. and, you know, maybe it wasn't a squash match, you know, maybe it was a little more competitive. But you know, Cesaro and Sheamus, and Cesaro and Sheamus had one too. Yeah. So it's just it's too many every week. Like, why? Where's the? Li- you need a mid card and you need a low card. Like, why can't why can't Cesaro and Sheamus beat the shining stars? Why can't they beat our truth and Goldust? What are they doing? Why are they on the roster if you don't use them? Where's Curtis Axel? Why not right. use him? Like <laughs> He got drafted, for Christ's sake. I know. He did, and he Slater like, didn't. Like, <laughs> and now, 
<laughs> I don't get it. Now he's a champion. You have people in the car. Where's Big Show? What is he doing? Oh, like, yeah, right. Like, where... Mark Henry. Where have these Kane. guys... Like, why are all of these non, non-WWE non wrestlers getting more TV time than half of the roster? Doesn't make any sense. Like, people. where's Summer Rae? Where the fuck is Summer Rae? Where the fuck is Summer Rae? Not that I care about Summer Rae. Summer's fucking over, bitch. But yeah. I don't give a shit. Where the fuck are you? Autumn Rae. I need somebody. I don't want to see fucking Li- Liv Tyler on Raw. You know, I don't want to see... What was that fucking game? Ann Esposito. Ann Esposito. Oh, bring her back. Oh, bring back Ann. Oh, thank God. I don't want to see James Ellsworth. No offense. I just don't want to see him. Oh, come on. That's enough of this shit. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> to tell you. Maybe we could write some letters or maybe we can... Write a letter? <laughs> write, I'll write a memo or a correspondence or you... some, some stuff. Well, you can't listen to a, a letter because it's not, uh, it's not audible. Shit. Well, you know, we do feel like, you know, some of these wrestlers do listen to our podcast, so maybe they'll listen to us a little more. I, we have said a few things the last month or so that have come true, so that we have. somebody's listening. Yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's Xavier. Xavier's definitely listening. <laughs> up, up, down, down, baby. Up, up, down, down. Um, all right, guys, that's going to wrap it up here on episode 26 of the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. I already did all my plugs, so Fred, sing your goddamn song. We love wrestling and questions of the week and matches of the week as well. Except when you have fucking camera angles from a fucking undisclosed location that nobody's supposed to know. Why was that camera guy there? Why was he in the room with Eric Rowan? Please explain that to me! Yeah. And, okay, I hit stop. Man. Oh, my God. I don't know how. Dude, our fucking fans are the fucking worst. Why does anybody... Why did that person respond to us? Fuck you, Jason. Wait, why... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we only have so many fans, and... Friends, you almost said. Well, we don't have any friends. (laughs) I have one friend, and it's you. Oh. And that's... He's marginable. (laughs) I think he's a little gay, too, Jen. I don't know. He's he's coming on to me a little bit. I don't know if you've heard the show, Jen. Huh? Jen doesn't listen to our podcast either. We're losing pod. We're losing anyway. But like, yeah, yeah I, just... I, 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 it's just like there's too many fucking faggot wrestling fans out there, and I just can't fucking I, stand I think them. They're, they're all a bunch of pussies, right? And like that's it, you know. Maybe maybe we should just start talking. Maybe we should just do like a fishing podcast. Okay. Are you into that? Yeah, I'm into bad. Oh, no. stop! Oh, stop! Oh, we did it again! 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 Oh, we did it